a good thing, bro. So y'all keep doing it, man. Like I said, I'm going to give y'all flowers now, bro. Because I know it's going to go. Y'all going to take off with this, bro. But keep pressing on, man. Keep pushing each other. Keep being great. Put that extra work in, dog. For real, bro. Welcome back to Seven Talks Podcast. I'm Ray. I'm Ty. And we got a special guest here, Mr. 41 himself, Captain Mullen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to read off a few accolades, man, that we, we had looked up. And then a few of them we already know. First team, All-SEC 2007, drafted in the round seven of 2009, 216 pick. Played for the Carolina Panthers, Minnesota Vikings, and also the Buffalo Bills. Um, I got a question, though. I ain't, what I found, I found out something new. Uh, it's two people from Mobile, Alabama that was drafted in round seven. Yeah. Ellis Langston was drafted after you. Yeah. But just researching all the cornerbacks that got drafted before you, which only, the only one that I can vouch for is like Vontae Davis, but everybody yeah. else, it wasn't, they ain't, they ain't really do nothing in the league. What's, what's your take on that? Oh, man, I think, I just, I slipped in the draft because of a lot of other stuff. Right. You know, uh, not being a bigger guy, not being a guy who's 6'1", 6'2", right, right. Uh, a guy who's 5'9", was pretty fast, but at the same time, they didn't believe in me. Right. You know, they didn't believe me. So I always had that chip on my shoulder my whole life. So being from Mobile, Alabama, I think it helped me. You know, everybody always said, oh, man, back in the day, they didn't give us shots. Right. You know, they didn't give us no chance. But that helps me be who I was in the NFL. Right. I was, was that dog. Right. You know, when we step on that field, no prisoners. No. We don't care if you're my Fact. friend. We can be cool after the game. Fact. We're going out there to compete against each other. Right. And that's what's the difference for me. And I think those guys who went before me, they just ain't had that dog like me. Dog. You know, I had that dog in me, and that's what I had. And I remember every guy who got drafted before me. I can name him, I'm telling you, because I was just like, I'm going to do better than him. Right. I'm going to have a better career than that guy. Thanks. And that's what I try to model my game after, just being better than some of those guys that went before me. And let the GMs know that they, they passed up over me, that they made a mistake. Thanks. <laughs> At the end of the day, you proved it because yeah. guess what? You outlasted all of them. Yeah, I did. I did, man. And um, I think it was helped just my preparation for the game, how I carried myself, and how I got myself ready for the game. You know, I love the weight room. That's how everybody was like, man, how guys get hurt? Because they don't lift weights no more. You know, these guys just want to be band work. They want to be pretty. You know, they want to just have the body. But I was the guy who really was going out there. I'm squatting the world. I'm still bench pressing, bench pressing everything I wanted to do because I wanted to be healthy. It wasn't because I wanted to be. Don't get me wrong. I like looking good. Everybody like looking good. But at the same time, I did this for I can stay healthy. I played a big man game, man, for a very long time. And me being a small guy, I had to put in the work. 
Speaking of you being a small guy, like a lot of people don't know this about you. Uh, you were born uh, three months early. Three months early, man. You was what, uh, three pounds when you were born? <laughs> three pound baby, All premature right. guy. With that, it seemed like you've been up against a lot of adversity, yes. you know, being from Mobile. And yeah. Like, you know, so that's already a strike against you right now. <laughs> so, I mean, just me being a young guy watching you, being a huge fan, like, how did you overcome and you know what I'm saying go through like go through all that adversity and be able to make it where you were or where you are today? I think with me, I, I, I didn't make excuses for myself. Mm -hmm. You know that's what's wrong with you know some kids these days or the generation that you know is, is around right now. They make excuses. Mm -hmm. I didn't make no excuses for myself, bro. I was a guy who didn't make no excuses. Man, my my dad died when I was six years old, bro. You know everybody was like, man, oh single parent home, my mom. It's just my mom. That's all I knew. You know, everybody would have, some people would have folded. Man, I ain't got no daddy, so that's why I'm doing this. Right. You know, that's why I'm doing that. Man, my brother did 20 years in prison, bro. I ain't know my brothers like that, bro. They was locked up. I could have made some excuses. Just me and my mama and my sister, nine years older than me. I'm the baby boy. I made no excuses, bro. So I, every time I hear excuses, even from my son and other kids I talk to, man, forget those excuses, dog. I could have been through it then. I could have been on the corner just like everybody else. I didn't want that. I wanted to better myself so I could better my family. So that's why I did. That's why I went so hard. That's why I worked my tail off to get to where I am today. Because, man, like, man, excuses, man. Just everybody got those, man. You know, excuse me. They say excuses like assholes. Everybody got everybody, one. Everybody got one. You know, everybody got one. So I didn't use that. Man, being three pounds, man, growing up, man, that's why I do a lot of stuff with March of Dines and let these kids know anything is possible. I was three pounds. I always used to make a joke with my mom. Like, man, if you could have held on a little bit longer, I'd probably have yeah. been 6'1". I'd have been 6'1", 6'2". I could have been a $100 million corner. Right. You know, but at the same time, man, God had a purpose for me, man. I was born April 10th, man. I was supposed to have been born in July. You know, look at me, man. Look at me now. And I always say that, man. I'm a, I'm a guy who believes in faith. Uh, my mom's a preacher, so I believe in that, man. I believe like I had a purpose on my life. Right. You know, my purpose is to give, give back to the world, man. I give back to the universe what got to me, man. So a lot of people pulled into me. Don't get me wrong. You know, I had pastors. You know, I had friends. I had a lot of people that pushed me to be great. And that's why I try to come back and give back like I do, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, uh, you went to Murphy. Yeah. Where you were uh, with your three-time, uh, what it was over there? All-State. All-State. Yeah. Three-time All-State. Okay, yeah. okay. So coming from Murphy, you know, was it hard? Um... Like what, what type of environment was it there? I wouldn't say athletic-wise, it wasn't hard. Mm -hmm. You know, because I always had something that everybody didn't have, and that was speed. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest, that was my biggest, that's the biggest thing I brought to the table. You can't catch what you can't see. I don't care how small I am. You couldn't catch right. me. So, and then I used to probably run for my life. Like, these big boys can't hit me, I'm running for my life. Um, but school-work-wise, yeah. man, Murphy was like a college bear back in the day. So it kind of prepared you for it college. It prepared me for college, bro. I'm telling you, man, Murphy was like a college back in the day, bro. And I remember, man, um, my senior year, I wasn't qualified to go to college yet. So they put me in underclasses to, to boost my GPA. Oh, wow. So if I made a C in underclasses, it was a B. Yeah. So my senior year, in order for me to get into school, people don't even know that. No, I don't even know if they can get in trouble for that or not, you know, yeah. but I'm just being real. I'm an open book. Yeah, I'm an open book. Bro, they put me in underclasses so I can boost my GPA. They say, man, Cap, if you can make a C in honors, it's going to go out to be a 3.0 right. on your GPA scale. 
So I needed that to get into school. Yeah. So man, when I took those underclasses, bro, whoo, man, they were so tough, dog. I was sitting there like, bro, I see why these under students be like they is. They're stressed out. <laughs> they be stressed out, man. The IB program and all that, man, over there. Yeah. It was tough, bro. It was tough, but it got you prepared to get ready for college, man. And I think that was the biggest thing for me. So when I went to school, it was just football, weights, workout, and the schoolwork was just, it was there because I knew I already was preparing myself for that through high school. So so coming out of Murphy and you went to South Carolina, what what made you choose South Carolina? They were the first school that offered me in, in the SEC. Okay. And people don't know that. They was the first school that offered me that was in the SEC. And when they offered me, they stuck with me, even when I wasn't qualified yet. Right. Coach called. He checked on me. You know, I still got a great re- uh, relationship with uh, the recruiting coach now, Coach Ron Cooper. Okay. You know, he was like a father figure in my life when I went to school. And he always checked on me. Hey, man, Captain, how them grades is this week? Right. He was the only one checking on me. But when, as soon as I made a 23 on the ACT, everybody came in. Alabama, Auburn, everybody wanted me then. Uh, I had to choose from South Carolina or West Virginia because those the two teams that really was checking on me the whole entire whole time. Team. And I wanted to play in the SEC. You know, we sure. we want to play. We want to be SEC boys down this way. Yeah. You know, I could have went to West Virginia and played with my dog Pat White. You yeah, know, yeah. but I want to be an SEC guy, and that's why I chose South Carolina. You know, um, growing up, it wasn't my school of choice. You know, growing up, I was a Florida State fan. Okay. You know, I wanted yeah, to go Deion, to Florida State. Uh, yeah, Dion. Yeah, yeah, no, man, y'all got y'all forgetting about one now, Peter Ward, baby. Peter okay. Ward, Peter yeah. Ward back yeah. in the day. So I was a guy who grew up. I thought I was Dion Peter Ward. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Florida State was coming in, offering me too, but I was loyal to the school that was loyal oh, to me. Yeah, you know, right. they pushed me to get to where I wanted to be. And they were the first school? They were the first they school that offered me. First, so you yep. were loyal to them. Yep. So yep. playing in the SEC, because I know around that time, UK, you went to the league in 2009, yep. so around the time you was in college, I think I was probably, what, in elementary school? <laughs> so, man, don't make me feel that know, old, dog. I ain't trying to make you feel Come old, on, man. At that time, I went to middle school in Jacksonville, Florida, so yeah. I know around that time the Gators was real good. Yeah. So was y'all, y'all had Listen, a rival going on? We had a rival, bro. This, the year they won a national championship with uh, Chris Leak and Tim Tebow at right. quarterback yeah. and Percy Harvey, we go down there to the swamp, bro. We should have beat them. We lost by one point. Guy blocked the kick. So we lost 16-17, and the guy blocked the kick for us to win the game. Sitting in the rice catcher, bomb. I had a coming out party, bro. I was balling against Florida as a freshman. And we missed the field goal. The guy blocked the kick, and they go on and win the national championship, bro. And then to make the thing so crazy about it was my head coach was Steve Spurrier. Oh, wow. So oh, yeah. he coached yeah, at Florida. He was a legend at Florida, so he always wanted to beat Florida. Right. That was always his. We just come into the season. Everybody was like, we got to beat Clemson. That's our rivalry. Right. He was like, nah, I want to beat Florida. Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a it was a pretty good game. They ended up winning the next championship that year, bro. So what was your biggest memory you take from Carolina? Oh, man. Because you stayed in Carolina. You went yeah. from Carolina to, to Carolina, the Carolina. to the Panthers. So right. like that's why I made Charlotte. That's why I made Charlotte my home, man. I love the Carolinas. It seemed like I've been there since 2006, right. since I left high school. Um College-wise, my biggest memory is just being in the locker room, bro. That's what I miss the most about football any, any, any day, any day, you know, on any level. It's just being in the locker room, being around the guys, right. you know, and I think that's what guys miss. You know, when y'all play, it's just being in that locker room, man. You know, when you're in that locker room, it's like your sanctuary. Right. You know, any of y'all talk about everything. You know, everything go, ain't none of all that other crazy stuff. It seemed like all the noise is blocked out from school. Or then when I played in the NFL, all the noise was blocked out from 
you know, the real world. Right. You know, no matter what was going on in politics, no matter what was going on in the real world, you can be having trouble with your girl, you know, anything can be going on with your wife, yeah. but when you got in that locker room, it doesn't matter, it just stopped. It's like a piece. And that's what it was. That's what I missed about just being around football in general. It's just that peace, man. That peace was so good, man. Just being in the locker room, man. You can you can share with your brothers what's going on. Uh, then you know you'll have a couple guys that you connect more than other guys. But you know that's that's what I miss. And just being in Carolina, man. South Carolina is just you know it's just the atmosphere, man. Um, you know, um, you know I felt like I was at HBCU. I'm just being real. You know everybody don't know that. Um, Columbia is like a HBCU town, bro. It's like, you know, I went to Murphy, so it's kind of diverse, you know, yeah, right. different stuff. So um, when I went to South Carolina, I felt like I was at a black school, bro. I felt like I was at HBCU because I seen so many people that looked like me. Right. Yeah. And it was like, wow, <laughs> I can't believe that at an SEC school. And that's what made me, re- that helped me too. Like, man, it felt like it was different. And, um, that's probably just like one of my biggest moments down there, man. Just the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Yeah. And then just being in the league, he played for for many years in the league. Yeah. What, who would you say is one of the your top receivers that you played against? Oh no, man! I, not that I played against the guy I practice with every day. I played against Julio. I played against all them man, boys. Steve Smith. I knew it. That's the best like receiver that. I ever played and against I, in my I, life, man. My listen, I know y'all bigger guys and stuff like that, but listen. This guy was so special, dog. Right. And he got me ready to play on Sundays every week. That's how special he was, man. I remember I remember I, this one play. I'll tell you all about this one play, man. Cam go up. Cam throw the ball up. We in the end zone. And me, Steve. The ball is so – man, the, the ball probably fucking 14 feet in the air, bro. I'm not lying, bro. Like 14 feet in the air. I look up. I'm like <laughs> – I start laughing. I'm like, I ain't jumping up there. Yeah, I know he ain't finna get it. Right. Man, that, man, Steve, man. that man put his cleats. God, on the bro. I promise. I wish I had the clip. He put his cleats at my helmet. And I'm 5'9". We the same height. Go and he went and got it. Go he caught it, landed and bounced. I looked at my coach. My coach said, you can't do nothing about that one, Cap. Right. I couldn't do nothing about it, bro. That's, That's the best receiver I ever played against, man, uh, at practice each and every day. I never got to play a game against him. Right. Thank God. But <laughs> he's the best, man. He won the best, man. If he was 6'1", 6'2", we'd be talking about yeah, him the best, be, best to ever do it. He's best one of the most physical guys I've ever seen yeah. on the football field. And he talked like, that shit. So you had a chance to, you know, be in the same locker room with yeah. him and play with him and, you know, like, is he like that in real life? Like, is that really how he is? Like, his attitude on the field? Yes. He, he's a guy. He's a guy. He actually a cool guy, though, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people think he's just. Yeah, he a lot of story. He a lot this. of story, but yeah. he an asshole. He will fight teammates and this and that. He actually a cool guy, bro. It's just when he crossed that line, dog, it's all business. All business. It's all business. He don't care about you. He don't care about nothing. If his mama was out there, like he would say, man, if my mama out here, I'd beat her like a drunk. Yeah. Right. I'm going to do that. That's his job. Right. And that's what he used to do, man. And, like, he's a cool guy off the field, man. He talked to you, he laughed with you. He the first guy who told me I was going to get paid. He was like, yo, bro, like, hey, Cap, they're going to offer you some good money. Take the contract. You had a good year. Be smart with your money, man. You're going to get paid. I was sitting there like, I was like, dang, man. He, he see that potential in me? Right. You know? Um, that's how, like, when I was in South Carolina, man, I had Sidney Rice, the receiver. Right. Yeah. My first day at practice, I was number 30. 
People don't know that story. I was number 30, dog. They had me in a snipe number. At DB. Number I was number 30, bro. I, can't even see I go, I go can't up, see I go against Sidney Rice in one-on-ones. They throw a fade. I pick it off. Second, Coach Spurrier say, go again. We go again. He run a slant. I break it up. The next time he run another route, I jammed. He made us go three times in a row. I jammed him out of bounds. Coach Spurrier said, hey, captain, come here. I run over there. Like, what's up, coach? He's like, what number you was in high school? I said, I was number two, coach. He said, well, number two is retired here. Sterling Sharp retired it. He said, so you can't wear that here. He's like, you want to be number one? I was like, hell like, yeah, yeah, coach. You don't want to be number he's one. Like, he's, like, he's like, I want you to wear number one for me. Number one was a senior, bro. He took that man number from him and gave it to me and gave him gave number him 10. Number, oh, I was about to say he didn't get a man 30. He man. gave him number 10, bro. That senior was so mad at me, bro. But at the end of the day, hey, man. We get it out the mud where we from. You know, I got out the mud, man. I won't number one my whole career because of that. Because of going against guys that was NFL ready, and he made me number one, bro. And it went back then in my era, we ain't have double numbers. Right. So I was the number one. It wasn't nobody else wearing number one. Speaking of number one, Cam Newton, you had a chance to play with Cam. Yeah, yeah. Man, like, that's one of my favorite players also. Yeah. And people, and people, not to cut y'all, but people get this persona of Cam like he just... Acting out or something. No, like he, bro. That's really him. That's and then him. the same thing, that by the same means about the guy, man. A great dude, man. Great teammate. Would give you the shirt off his back if he could, bro. You know, all the cameras and stuff, all the people in the media try to make him seem like he's this guy. Mm-hmm. He not, bro. That man is the great, a great teammate, a great person. He might dress a little weird. That's just his swag. You know, right. he like for people to, he say, man, I bet they talking about me in the barbershop. He just right. like that. You know, that's Cam. He want that attention. You know, he, he's fashionable. That's what he like. Yeah, for sure. But teammate-wise, bro, one of the best teammates I've ever been around, hands down. Cam say he still, he still feel like he can play. He what say he think? don't think it's uh, – Man, it's Cam turned thing. 34 yesterday. Mm-hmm. He turned 34 yesterday. I think what hurt Cam was that shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. That shoulder surgery. Um, he let them try something new on him. And they told him to sit out. Right. Cam, sit out. Andrew Luck did it. Sit out a year. Cam was hard-headed. Just Cam, passionate. he passionate about yeah. the game. He loved the game. He loved the game, so he wanted to play. He never got a chance to let that shoulder heal. So now that I think he's been out for a couple of years, I think he probably still can play. He's a physical specimen, man. Look right. at the guy. Yeah, He know the game. He know the game. He's so big, man, and fast and physical. Man. Yeah. So I feel like if they gave him a shot, he could, but I don't think teams want to touch him. Touch him, yeah. You know, when, once once you be out for a while, they don't like to touch you. They like, nah, you know, um, you ask well. Because I'm going to tell you my story with this, too, is when I went to Buffalo for that offseason, I know that all the, all the coaches, the, the head coach was mine. He was my um, D, uh, D.C. in Carolina. So they did me like this. I, I only can make. I couldn't make less than $1.5 million so because the that's the better minimum. minimum. Yeah. So that's what Cam going through right now. So Damn. if I can get you for 600000 why pay why Cam Newton $1.5 million? That's what I be telling him all the time, how that works. Yeah. So that happened to me. So I get to Buffalo. Um, they needed some special. 11. I'm like, Coach, man. I can't play special teams like that no more, man. I, I'm, I'm older. I'm right. 31. <laughs> I can't go out there and run with these young boys like that no more. I know, you know, Father Time then caught up with me. Right. And he was like, yo, Cap, we need some special teams guys. He's like, man, if you wouldn't have played special teams, 
we'll keep you, let you do what you do. I went to him because I had so much respect for the coach. I like, coach, man, I, I don't think I can give you, you know, what you're looking for, coach. I love you. I appreciate the opportunity. And he, he respected me more by coming to him telling me that because I could have lied to him and act like and buck. Right. You know, I could have so, been like, and made the 1.5 million, but like, man, because once you make the open day roster, you guaranteed for the year. They can release you week three, but you guaranteed the money, money for the year. Yeah, I could have yeah. did that, but I had some respect for him. Kept I kept it real. Like, coach, I can't do it, bro. Like, I'm not a special team guy no more. You know, back in my 20, when I was 25, yeah, I'll do it for you. But I couldn't do it. And they was like, yo, we got this young guy who making 500,000, cap making 1.5 million. Who you going to keep? Right. You don't keep the guy that can help you on special teams, right? It's all a business. It's a business. Right. So that's what Cam going through right now. If they can draft a guy seven round, a guy from 49, Brock Purdy. If they can draft him seven round, they got to pay him 600000 why would you get Cam Newton? That's what it is, man. That's lot, what it is. A lot of people was trying to make it seem like it was about, oh, yeah, Cam washed up. Nah, I don't think he washed up. It's about the money at the end of the yeah. day. And right. then when he came back, when he just played with uh, Carolina. Carolina. Man, you know how much money they paid that boy in four games? Cam made like five million dollars, bro. Yeah, four games. That's like crazy. four or five games. Okay. He already a hundred million dollar man. That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Why, why pay him? I want to hit on a on a topic. Uh, I'm keeping on Cam, but it was a viral moment when you and Cam. Oh, told, you know I got right. <laughs> what, what you say? She dumb. <laughs> what what, what happened? Go, what happened with that? So much, man, though. what happened was we was uh, we had joint practice in right. the NFL. You have joint practice. And when I was in Carolina, me and Cam stayed at it. Right. Like, you know, um, I don't care, man. We can't get in trouble no more. We done. Uh, we used to make bets at practice. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Cam throw an interception, he got to pay. pay all the DBs. No. And, and everybody else was scared. And I ain't going to tell y'all the amount, but it was healthy. Yeah, it I'm was not going to lie. It was healthy. Yeah. So the DBs used to be scared to bet them. You know me, I'm like, yo, pay him yeah. too. Oh, okay. I'm the guy. I'm like, man, I don't care. This is my group. This is my group. I'm the right. leader of this group. Yeah. Come to me. I'll pay it if we don't catch you a pick. And it ain't just him. It's all the quarterbacks. Damn. We in training camp. So Man. training camp, you know, we got some players that don't even want to be out there. Right. I'm just Damn. being real. And Cam used to take the bet every practice. Man, I beat Cam out of so much money with catching interceptions at practice. So when I get to Buffalo, I see him. We kill him at practice. They had the worst practice I ever seen. I'm like, brother. So I get back to the locker room telling the boys. They were like, man, I don't see cap, man. Them boys ain't physical. They ain't like that, man. I'm sitting there like, bro, I just was there last year. I'm like, bro, I don't know what's going on, but they was like that last year, bro. Right. We was field school like that. I don't know what's going on. So I come back the next day. I'm like, bro, you think y'all practice good? He like, yeah, we practice good. I bet y'all went down. We killed them. You heard it? We killed right. them. Man. And he got that camera. He's like, man, yeah. He's like, is you dumb and all that? So yeah, yeah. he really was doing it for the camera because I know him. Right. But at the end of the day, he know, man, we killed them at practice, bro. We had a field day, but me and that me and him was so competitive. We go at it every day when I was in Carolina. Right. So when I got to Buffalo, it was the same. It was the same thing. We ain't gonna stop. We talking the whole practice. We going back and forth the whole practice. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, man. Man, Luke Kuechly probably was the best football player I've ever been around. Luke Kuechly, Thomas Davis, Julius Peppers. I played with some Hall of oh, yeah, Famers, dog. Yeah. I played with some Hall of Famers, bro. Yeah. And, you know, I, no disrespect to my Minnesota dogs. You know, uh, Harrison Smith, um, 
you know, the uh, the white DB up there, mm-hmm. he probably the best safety I've played against. I played with everybody said they like, bro, he the best. He the true. Yeah, he the true. Man, he's the butt yeah. naked boy. He's smart though. Smart. Feels cool. He, he can hit. He, he can do it all, bro. We call him hit man. Yeah. He the probably best safety, but best football player wise, Luke Keekley. Man, the man that had cable in his house for first four years while he was in the NFL, dog. He studied film all day. He'd be the first one. I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing something. I'm going to the facility. I'm like, man, you know, kids getting on my nerves at home. Wife getting on my nerves when I was married. I'm like, man, I'm going to go to work early in the morning, man. I'm going to get there by 6 o'clock. I get there at 6. We ain't got to be there at 8. I'm like, I'm going to get my workout in, going to get a little treatment. Looped that already. He beat me. I'm sitting there like, I go in the film room and look. Yo, come on, Cap. Let's get some of this third down together. I'm like, bro, how long your ass been up here? Like, he probably the best and one of the smartest football players I've, I've been around, but he ate football, he sleep football, he think football, he do all this stuff, bro. And I just found out an interesting stat about the guy, man. Uh, the man never spent a, a dime of his contract money. Wow. He lived That's off great. endorsements. He told us that. I said, like, what? He's like, bro, I'm finally about to spend some of my contract money because he's about to build a house in Carolina. He's like, I'm, I wanted this house that I want, so I'm going to spend some of my contract money. But he told us he lived off his endorsements his whole football career. That's, That's big, bro. You know, us, we like to be flashy. We like to do go-get right, stuff. Right. Luke used to go get the team issue gear, bro, when we travel on the road. He go get the team polo. And we were like, man, come on, bro, stop it, man. Go get you a couple suits. He's like, nah. This man was driving his Tahoe that he had in college until mm-hmm. he got a car deal. So he, he didn't care about number football, bro. Utilize his outside sources. And yeah. Playing football. Okay, That's what you get. What you, you get? Tell. You can yeah, tell. You, you can tell, bro. Like for real. He like one. He one of a kind. Smart guy, bro. He just love ball, bro. He love ball. He ain't worry about no women. He ain't worry about none of that. All football. All football. All football. That's why he gonna be going to the Hall of Fame one day. That's crazy. Yeah. Just going, but I want to go back because we all, all, all three of us from Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. I know a lot of people know where it is but just don't understand like right now going news wise i know Forbes got us as like the second most dangerous place in the united states which is crazy but just coming from mobile and accomplishing all the things you did what was like your top adversity i think my top adversity was just something that just kind of put you in that mindset to where it's just like i gotta make it and i gotta do what i gotta do for my family man i I was kind of like a problem child, you know, growing up. Um, I wouldn't say I was just terrible, but I was kind of disobedient a little bit when it right. came to certain stuff. You know, I used to be active, so I used to always get into learning certain stuff. And um, I think the thing that got me, man, my mama, my mama was cool with the guy who was over the youth center. I'm like 10 years old, y'all. Mm-hmm. She sent me over there. And you know the scared straight stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got scared straight, bro. She lets you go in there. My mama did me yes. like that in the 10th grade. I got scared oh, straight as 10 year old, bro. They cut my hair ball. <laughs> now, I ain't got the hair now. It's gone already now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But they cut my hair ball. They jumped out the truck. Like, they scared me straight, bro. At 10. At 10. Mm. I'm not, I'm, no lie. And I was going to uh, church, Mount Hebron. I was going to Mount Hebron. So they had a little program where you can go over there and they scared me straight, bro. Like, dead serious. From that day point forward, 
I used to go to school, bro. I ain't getting no more fights no more. Uh, my best friend, uh, it was a dude messing with me when we was in school. I'll never forget. He was like, man, this ain't light cap, you know? I'm like, man, go on, on you know, right. go on, on, go on, on. And my best friend had to make me fight the guy because I right. didn't want to fight him. He was like, bro, you going to fight him at basketball practice, bro. He's like, Cap, you tripping, bro. This is yeah. not like you. I'm like, man, I can't get in no more trouble. You know, I don't, uh, uh, my mama ain't sending me to the youth center. And, you know, um, I ain't no fighting dude out of school, so I ain't no whooping him. But, <laughs> but, but uh, I had a scared straight moment, man, for real. So I think that's what it was, bro. I was scared straight, and then I didn't want to be like everybody else. I was daring myself to be different. We had a lot of athletes come down here, bro. A lot, yeah. It ain't just me. It's a lot, bro. It was a lot of athletes before me didn't make it. It was a lot of guys that I felt ta- had so much talent. And that was talent than, than me. Right. You know, we was just talking about one earlier. He was that guy. There's no way you couldn't tell me he wasn't going to play on Sundays, dog. Man, I'm just being crazy. real. Yeah. One of the reasons I went where I went, bro. There's no way. But I maximized my potential by putting myself in the position to be different. Right. You know, I ran track. I got in the better shape. Man, I didn't smoke or drink. I ain't had my first drink till I was 21. I was in college. People don't even know that. Bro, I didn't even curse in high school, bro. I didn't say a curse word in high school. If I did, bro, I used to go run. I used to make myself run a a lap. My high school, like, we used to get into it with people. I'd be like, boy, I beat your butt. My homeboys used to laugh at me. (laughs) They were like, man, just say ass. Man, you whoop up somebody's ass, Cap. Like, I didn't curse. Like, people don't know that about me, bro. Like, I didn't even curse in high school. Now, my homeboys can vouch for me, bro. They be like, nah, Cap ain't even curse in high school. I dared myself to be different. Because I seen the bigger picture. Right. When teachers used to ask me when I was a little boy, what you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an NFL football player. And that junk came true for me, bro, because I put in the work, and I had the self-discipline to get myself to go where I wanted to go. You know, a lot of people grow up and say they want to be something, don't do it. But like I said, man, I I put myself in the position, bro. I maximized my potential to do that, bro. I'll never forget, I was in second grade. Teacher asked me, what you want to be when you grow up? I want to go to the NFL. Ha! Laughing. Oh, man, come on, man. Nah, what, you got to have a backup plan. So what's your backup plan? I ain't have one, bro. It was either leave for me or bust. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. And that's what my mentality was. I'm going to the league or I ain't doing nothing. You know, eventually I probably would have had to do something if I didn't go. Right. But <laughs> that was my mentality. That's why I worked so hard. I ain't want no fallback plan. My ass going to the NFL, dog. That's why I worked so hard, and that's what kept me around so long because, man, they drive young guys like y'all every day. Right. They come take my job. Look at me. I'm small. I'll never forget, we was drafting corner scene like every year in Minnesota. I'm sitting there like, man, God, Xavier Rose, Rose, Trey Waynes. I'm sitting there like, God, Josh Robinson. I'm sitting there like, bro, coach, you don't like me or something? Like, what's going on? You got to go get some more. It's a business, though. They knew my contract was going to run out, Mm -hmm. and I was going to ask for so much money. Just like how they doing camp. That's how it is, bro. It's a business, so um, that's why I work so hard, though, bro. And then that speak volumes, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why we doing this podcast, so that the younger generation can know that, you know what I'm saying, you had the will to be different and yeah. separate yourself. Yeah. And it's possible. You just got to put in that work. You got to be strong-minded. You yeah. can't succumb to all this negativity that's down here. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. is some positive. Yeah, so bro. We basically want to shed light on the positive and man, y'all, y'all boys doing a great job of doing it, man. Like I said, man, like even just having me to speak and 
man, don't take this for granted, bro, what y'all doing, bro. This going to help people, bro. Right. Don't get frustrated. Sometimes it's going to be like a little frustration. You know, y'all ain't going to see eye to eye and different stuff's going to happen. Man, but keep doing it, bro. Right. I'm telling y'all that, bro. I'm, I'm giving y'all y'all flowers now, bro, because I can see the bigger picture, bro. I can see how y'all came in. I was like, bro, they ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting this. I'm just being real. Y'all came in. Y'all boys ready, bro. Keep doing it, bro. Keep pushing y'all self, bro. Push each other. Sure. Keep doing that jump, man. I ain't taking it from granted, bro. I'm, I'm for real. I'm looking around like, yo, bro, this, this what's up, bro. Appreciate that. Y'all can take this thing to the next level, bro. For real, bro. I'm getting y'all y'all flowers now because I already know. I, I can see the potential, dog. I can see the potential for sure, man. And man, like y'all said, man, we we gotta keep, we gotta tap into this new generation, bro. They scaring me, bro. They scaring Speaking me, bro. Speaking of new generation. Um, we got a lot of new talent down here. Oh yeah, saying, oh yeah. We spoke of uh, Ryan earlier. Ooh, Hollywood. Man, this should Hollywood. be it. Should be Hollywood, Alabama, man. man it should change his name. Man, He's the first tenth grader to win Mr. Football down here, bro. Crazy. Y'all know Insane. how special that is, though. The man had forty-two touchdowns, Insane. bro. Listen, I, I wasn't a believer. I'm not gonna lie. I, I played with his dad. His dad played with me as a park baller. Then we go to the same church, Mount Hebron. His dad seen his dad was a year younger than me. So I always competed with his daddy, you know, this and that. And to see this kid and what he becoming, it's like, man, he's number one receiver in the nation, though. Hey, man, what you say? You know, we didn't have number one people before with Jamarcus Russell. Right. But this and kid was different, grade. bro. This is 10th grader, bro. This is a 10th grader with 42 touchdowns and won't miss the football. Insane. Bro, the man running my track time as a 10-5. sophomore. Or 10-5. Yes. 10-5. I ran yeah. that, bro, my senior year. That man running there as a sophomore. Ain't even fully developed. He's, he don't even know what he, his potential is, bro. He just turned 16 the other day. Man. Yeah, that kid crazy. don't know, bro. And guess what? They got to see this kid for two, two more, more years, years, dog. Man, I, and that's like with the basketball player we got down here, LeBaron. Yeah. He was in here the other day. We was sitting here watching the basketball game. I asked him, I'm like, yo, I said, you really like that? He said, listen. He looked at me and said, hey, I'm, I'm really like that. Different. Like, right. for real. I said, man, you ain't like that. I'm talking, man, you ain't like that. He's, hey, bro. For real. I really like that. He packing gems out at Baker, bro. Yeah. When y'all ever seen that? Never. They always yeah, had a little decent basketball yeah. team. Not like that. Not like my that, bro. You times. can't even get to this little boy games, bro. Man, my first time seeing him hoop. This one, he was a freshman. My little brother played for MGM. Yeah. Man, I see them go against them. And my brother, he on the side. He like, man, everybody be talking about him. You know what I'm saying? He all right. He ain't all that. So going into the game <laughs> as a freshman, this man dropped 27 points on them. Man, I was so blowed. I'm like, man, he next. Bro. He next. He just did some spectacular stuff at the Mitchell Center, bro. The man had three fouls in the first half. Had like six points. He finished the game with 51. Crazy. I'm like, bro, there's no way. He led the nation in scoring for 11 weeks, bro. The nation. I ain't talking about Alabama or Mobile. The nation. The nation. Bro, these kids, and we all, you know, we, we like to argue, like, I like to argue with y'all guys about y'all generation and my generation. That's just the nature. That's the right. human nature we do, you know? And they be like, man, that kid couldn't play in our generation. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> For real. Him and Lil Ryan could play in any generation, bro. And I be telling guys that, like, we had an argument with a couple guys up here the other night. We come here watching the game, and the guys be up here, they're like, man, they couldn't play in our generation. I'm like, listen, bro. Them boys can't help when they was born. I can't help right. you was born after me, bro. Right. They can't help that. But I feel like the talent level-wise, they more skilled than we was. Because they got, you know why? They got the training. Yeah, we the ain't training. had that, bro. I ain't had nobody train me, bro. a lot bro. different, too. 
ain't had nobody that, that food and they, they, they eat better. They eat better too. Better we going to McDonald's every day. Facts. I'm being real. We going to McDonald's every day, man. My mama, that mama don't kill me. She wasn't no cooker. My mama ain't never cooked no meal for me. When my grandmama passed, it was over with for that. I was going to McDonald's. Then it seemed like injuries not even the same to them. Like, bro, they tan ACL. Bro, back. think about it. Um, same season. My agent, bro, back in the day, he played for Miami. He was on the U, um, mm-hmm. Melvin Bratton. That was my agent when I first got to the NFL. He tore his knee up in the championship game on the U. If you look at the um, when they had the um, documentary on the U. Right. He tore his knee up, number five, Melvin Bratton. He tore his knee up, couldn't play football no more. You tell your ACL these days, you back yeah, in six right, months, bro. You back in, you back in know what I'm saying? You back in six, Achilles, back in the day, telling your Achilles was a season injury. Like, I mean, I know, career that ending. Career. Right. My bad, career. career man. These things, man, they getting they you a year to come back. back, you shaking back. Shaking back. Technology better. These boys training more. Like I said, bro, like, I just trained a guy, um, Eric. Little Eric. Yeah, um, he going to, yeah, he going yeah, to yeah. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I just trained him all week. He in Tennessee right now. And... I was telling him, I said, Eric, take advantage of me, bro. I don't want nothing from you, but take right. advantage. Let me pull into you because you got potential, dog. Sure. I see it. Real dog. So take advantage of me. We had that when I was growing up. Right. I ain't had nobody, an NFL cat, to come to me and be like, let's work out. Let's train. Thanks. I didn't have that. So they got that down here now. We didn't have that, dog. This is being real. So look, Ryan them got that. They getting the exposure. Even though social media will do blow them up a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Social media puts you out there on the platform even more. But these guys putting in the work, bro. That man traveling going to Arizona. I'm yeah, he was out there. Seven, uh, Mace, destroying, yep. He on destroying page. Man, that what? Man, that he what out there. They doing yeah. stuff. Get what? We ain't do that. I don't know no, about your generation. No, Y'all ain't do that, right? Do that. We ain't travel that, bro. It was just starting to bro, pick up like they one of my play. teammates' son got about 13 offers off 707, bro. And I hate 707, to be honest with you, because it's not football anymore. Because guess what? It's different when a receiver <laughs> running a route and that linebacker can hit you. You're right. going to think about that hit. Right. Seven on seven, you know. No, you ain't finna get Man, I, I can get that. Mo- <laughs> I can oh, be jiggy with it. Right. So I don't like seven on seven. I tell guys that all the time. They're like, but it's good for your DBs and the receiver. No, nah, it's good for offense to get timing down. Right. But you really teaching DBs bad habits. Because we letting you catch the ball. We're trying to pull some. Pull some nah, yeah, bro. Real, it's an offensive game now, man. It is offensive game, bro. Can't we can't touch nobody. nobody. You can't so touch it's nobody. It's really 7-on-7 seven seven with pads on, if you ask me. You ain't no contact. Nah, you can't hit like you used to. Um, that's why I'm glad I'm done. Because I probably getting fined a you lot. You getting fined already? Yeah. I slammed Drew Brees on the neck because he wouldn't go down. Like, bro, I'm holding I, you up and he won't go down. Yeah, I'm going to throw you down. Hey. Bro, go down. Man, they hey. find me 50K for that, bro. 50K. Yeah, man. The NFL. Like 20. Fifty, but they a golden child, boy. That's so a quarterback. Look, when they find you fifty k, like how you get your, like how they get their money? Like they take it off your check. Oh, like, say if I didn't make fifty thousand dollars a week, it'll be coming out this week or next week the next until they get their money. Until they until get they their money. money. Yeah, bro, man, them fines real. Hey. We played the Dallas Cowboys. I pick up the game winning fumble. I throw it in the stands. I'm happy, you know. We beat the Cowboys. You, you got know, seventy five hundred. They say because I threw it like this. They say I should have ended. I should have tossed it. By throwing the ball like this, I got fined 75. A lot of people like these kids, and I be going to schools and talk to them. They think they see all this contract. Oh, man, he signed for $30 million. What? Taxes, taxes are real. Fight, what is it? Fight, bro, fight. I, got a $7 million, I got a $7 million check when I was in Carolina, bro, signing bonus. When I went back the last um, stunt. $7 million, bro. I ask kids this all the time. I say, how much y'all think I took home? They like, buy four. One kid say, buy six. One kid say... About 3.5, half. I said, one or two. 
Man, I took home $3.2 million out of $7 million. Seven million? Yeah. So them taxes are real, bro. People don't realize that, bro. They don't. They, they think, know, they bro. think, oh man, Odell and I'm signed for a hundred. Cam Newton, I'm signed for a hundred. He ain't getting a hundred. He ain't getting a hundred, bro. They don't look at all the stuff that go in, go in that money. Man, I just seen something on Instagram, man, with D'Angelo Russell. He made 31 million, but he only took home 14, right? He, he only took home 14, too. yeah, because he in Cali. So he took home 14. Texting Cali some serious. But guess what? what? I'm finna blow you, though. Well, who you think the second highest state in Texas? Ooh. It's California, then who else? New York. New York, probably. Nope. Alabama? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Florida. Minnesota, dog. Minnesota. I didn't know that until I played there. And that was, I don't know now, but when I played there, right. Minnesota was the second highest, bro. I won 10000 from LaShawn McCoy. We was talking about it. Uh, we made a bet. I don't know how much. It probably wasn't that much. No, nah, I won 10 um, we made a bet. He's like, man, New York, man. I'm telling you, man, Cap, you don't know what you're talking about. Nah, that's him out there. Man, yeah, New York. I, I said, bro. I said, nah, we go on the phone. Long, we Googled it. He said, bro, how the hell, Minnesota? I said, bro, I had no idea when I signed up that, that Texas was that high. I was making $422,000 every two weeks. I got paid every two weeks. Bro, I was taking home like two hundred out of Texas. I was sitting there like, bro, where is it going? And then another thing guys don't know this too, and I be trying to educate like the young generation, we get taxed in every city we play in, bro. So it's a different tax every city. Different. So if I'm playing in Cali, I get taxed in Cali, and I'm getting taxed in Cali, and I'm getting taxed in Carolina. So the Carolina Panthers are traveling and play Miami. We happy when we play down there because Florida. It's, it's the, yeah. yeah. So right. then, so then we travel to New York. We get taxed in Cali, uh, New York and Carolina. Yeah, bro, and the only reason why they started doing that because Michael Jordan back in the day. You can look it up, bro. You can Google it. We get taxed in every city we play in. That's with NFL. That's with NBA. That's with NHL. That's with baseball. So what they feel like John would get too much money or something? Some with this luxury taxes thing. You heard of it. You just ain't know what it was. What it was, yeah, for sure. Some with the luxury taxes and all that, bro. Yeah, Yeah. we we get taxed in every city. Jordan ain't make his first million dollars, bro, to playing basketball until he was 30 years old. People don't know that neither. They weren't getting paid like that back in the no, day. No, they wouldn't. I had just watched that uh, that Air movie with the shoes. Yeah, and stuff. They weren't getting paid like that. They weren't like getting that paid like that, bro. Because they signed him for like $500,000. So, on, so if, you did, if you was to go back mm-hmm. right now, you know what I'm saying, what would you do, like, money wise? Like, Oh, man, I'd be a whole lot smarter, bro. Um, um, don't get me wrong, Drew is nice. You know, I like it. You know, uh, some stuff I bought that I felt like I should. Like, um,. My mama was fussing at me. I bought a Rolls Royce, right? Mm-hmm. My mama, when she, when she found out how much I paid for it, she said, Captain, that's a house. Right. I paid $330,000 for a Rolls Royce. And I don't even like driving, bro. I hate driving. I hate driving, dog. It was just sitting there. It was just sitting there. So when I sold it, I ended up getting some pretty good money for it, you know? I didn't get my 330 but right. I stepped in because I ain't had that many miles on it. But I'll just be smarter with, with some of my money. Some investments I made, I wasn't smart. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I wasn't looking over people's shoulders, neither. I trusted too many people in my life. And you know how that go, man. Yeah. Some people ain't loyal, you, man. Some people burn you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was less giving them too much leeway instead of me. And, uh, you know, me and your cousin, me and CP, we talk all the time. And he was like, Cap, look, bro, some of that's your fault. Because you ain't, he said, you're supposed to have somebody over there. Over there. They say, hey, no, yeah. somebody got to be over there. But guess what? I wasn't doing that. I was right. trusting you. That's like if I say, man, here go 200000 I was doing this. Yeah, man, do your thing, bro. Like, we'll get, yeah, yeah. 
Dang, no. How we doing, bro? We doing good, Cap. This and that, this and that. All right. Then some just said, like, man, go check the account. Bro, how we only got, I gave you 200000 How we only got 10000 in the bank, bro? What's going Crazy. on? What you been doing? Because you know I wasn't looking over your shoulder. Sure. So right. guess what? I do that a whole lot. Bro, we, it's a business. Right. At the end of the day, bro, it's a business. Right. It, ain't, it ain't nothing personal, dog. Because you want to know where your money going, I can't get mad. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just do better with that. You know, and some of my investment in, man, I got killed with the stock market where, um, when COVID hit, boy. <laughs> I was making, listen, bro, I was, I'm, I was losing $120,000 for 21 days straight, dog. Bro, I called my financial advisor, dog. Like, bro, where you at? Like, we need to sit down and try to Come fix this. Right. Yeah, because COVID, when COVID hit, bro, it was terrible. Yeah, well, I was losing 120 grand, bro, for two, 21 days straight. I promise, bro, true story. I got it in my phone, bro, because I remember. 21 days straight. And he keep telling me, chief, it's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. You know, we from Mobile, bro. We from the hood. I'm from the hood. I'm like, yo, oh, get bro. that. We need that. I'm, I want to pull out. But I couldn't because I lost so much. I'm like, bro, I got to get my money back, man, you know? But, man, um, it's just like I think I would have got more, took it more serious. Like some of these seminars that they do teach you in the NFL right. in the beginning, it's a lot of stuff, you know, when you're young. I'm 21 years old. I'm drafted. Right. I ain't trying to hear all this yeah, mean. Right. I ain't trying to hear y'all telling me that. I'm just want to go home, bro. These rookie seminars y'all having, I'm like, man, I don't want to hear this. Um, yeah, I'm ready to go. But as I got older, I understood that's what I needed. That's why, like I was telling y'all about some of them camps and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't know because guess what? I wasn't listening. On my break, I'm trying to get back to Mobile, bro. I'm trying to go see my college play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't, they we, they want to come talk to you when you about to go on. On your bye week, you trying to get where you got to go. Man, I got a flight at 12. NFLPA want to come in. They want to talk to us. Man, I ain't got time for this, man. I just want to go home. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't paying attention. But I learned more as I got older by my benefits, you know, by different stuff, you know, by camps, right. by all these programs that they got for you in the NFL. The only thing I wish they would change in the NFL is by when you're done with football, a class or something, because I was done, bro. For two and a half years, I ain't know what the hell what to do. do. All I knew was football. Like I told y'all, I, I knew. All I knew was football. Right. I ain't know what the hell to do, dog. For two years, bro, I sat there. I'm like, bro, am I depressed? I got money, got cars, nice house. What's wrong with me, bro? I feel like something's still missing. Something missing. Like, I ain't got to worry about what my bills do. They paid. I'm paying them. What's going on, bro? Why? I'm, why I feel like this? I was lost, dog. And that's big, man, just hearing you say that. I was lost. Mentally, I was gone, bro. I had to listen. Everybody think getting a therapist and stuff ain't cool. Bro, I had to get a therapist, bro, to talk about some of my stuff that I had going on because life out the football ain't easy, bro. That's why y'all see so many people go broke. That's why y'all see so many people get in trouble. That's why you see some niggas, some people kill themselves, dog. Mental health is serious, man. That's a serious thing. For real. I had to get a therapist and everything because I was lost, dog. I was sitting there like, bro, what to do, bro? I'm waking up anytime. Uh, I ain't got no work. I ain't got to go work. I ain't got to go do nothing. All I got to do is just wake up. Yeah. I'm waking up anytime, man. One o'clock in the afternoon sometime. The day gone then, Cap. I mean, I guess I just 
go outside for a minute, see what they doing at the shop up there at my homeboy jury store. Go back home. Mental health big, bro. For real. So to this day, like right now, you know, how are you mentally right now? Um, mentally, I'm a whole lot better. Like I said, I told y'all I had to get a therapist, bro. I had to. Right. Like and everybody think, oh man, you crazy, you get a therapist. That's how our, that's how that's we think in our culture. Black and black, that's what yeah. we think. You crazy if you get a therapist and stuff. Man, no, you not. Hell no. Man, imagine you having somebody you can just pull your man, listen, bro, what you going through? Man, listen, man, we going through this and they ain't they ain't talking about you, they ain't do, man, right. this going on, this going on at home, man, this and that, and they can help you get through it. Instead of us, we in the black community, man, in our community, we like, man, need that, that boy got a therapist, yeah. my boy cow crazy. Right. Nah, bro, I ain't crazy, bro. <clears throat> I needed that. Man, Jay-Z and them got therapists. They billionaires, oh, yeah. dog. People don't realize the most wealthiest people in the they world. Got they got therapists. They got ass too, man. They, they, that thing is it's real, yeah. bro. More money, more problems, bro. So when you was young and you knew you was going to be like, you know, big and yeah. going from high school, you know, you was doing your thing in high school, did you feel pressure? Did you feel any, did, was there any times where you were depressed? Like if it was, if you can go tell Ryan something right now, you know what I'm saying, with him getting all this, you know, fame and everybody looking yeah. at him. Well, what would you tell him? What advice would you give Ryan? I'd tell him stay in the moment. Don't go, don't go outside the moment. Enjoy it. At the end of the day, man, you, you're still 16 years old, bro. You're a kid. Enjoy this moment, bro. Don't right. get me wrong. It's, they're going to be saying your name. Everybody's going to be screaming your name. I tell you, enjoy that moment, man. Don't get beside yourself. Enjoy that moment. Stay in the moment. Don't look outside the box. Stay in that box. Stay in that moment and just live, bro. Soak it all in and live. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, bro. I'm going to tell you why I feel like LeBron James is one of the best at, um, in the world to ever do it. That man had so much pressure on him since he was a kid. Facts. And he lived up to it. You know how hard that is, bro? Everything he said in that first interview he ever. He lived, he lived up, to up to it, bro. He lived up to everything. He one of the only people I can say I ever seen do that. Though. That's pressure, bro. Still. Don't get me wrong. Michael Jordan probably the GOAT, you know, in certain people's eyes. But to me, LeBron to go because he lived through that pressure. Jordan ain't had that much pressure, bro. Didn't. LeBron had that pressure on him, dog. But he always stayed in his moment. He said that, bro. I watched him say that before. And that's why I tell these kids these days, bro, just stay in your moment. Right. Stay in your moment, Ryan. Ryan, stay in your moment. They gonna say your name and all that, but guess what? One day they ain't gonna be saying your name. And that's why I don't mind doing interviews. Right. I don't mind signing. When people say, hey, man, Cap, when I was playing, Get, sign his autograph. This, can I get your autograph? Sign his jersey. I ain't mind doing it because that's what my mama always told me. One day they ain't going to be asking for it, boy. For it, right. <clears throat> and then you're going to be looking like, oh, that's why I don't mind doing it. And I tell some of my teammates that I've been around a lot of them boys. They be like, man, I ain't signing that, man. Why not? This little kid, man, you don't know what you can do. I get my gloves and cleats away. I don't you care. You always did that. Guess what? Always. Guess what? I can get that back, bro. Man, I go in the locker room, bro. I have a hundred pair of Nike shoes, bro. I'm a Nike athlete. I'm on Nike contract. If you ask me for some cleats, bro, why I can't get them to you? I can go, I can go replace them, dog. All I gotta do is make, hey man, Mr. Dennis, hey, I need uh 20 Nike cleats. All right, Cap, we put on your order. They ain't charging me, bro. Yeah. Unlimited gloves, dog. I can get them kids my gloves after the game, bro. I ain't gonna say, oh nah, I gotta keep these. I done been around teammates like, bro, nah, I got to keep these. That's crazy. Why? Yeah, Everybody, crazy. if you could wear a pair of new gloves every game, won't you do it? Always. You not finna wear the same gloves. We ain't in high school no more, bro. Well, we can't afford it. 
Man, I get them gloves away, man. Speaking of giving back, though, I mean, I I participated in a couple of your accounts. Yeah. Um, you haven't done one recently. Mm -hmm. You plan on doing that again? Yeah, I want to bring it back this summer, bro. I want to bring it back this summer. Um, COVID kind of stopped me. You know, when we had the COVID year, I went 10 years straight, then COVID hit. You know, it kind of stopped me, it kind of took a backseat, then I retired. Then, like I told y'all guys, I was lost. Right. You know, I had to really find myself again, you know, find myself uh, to what I wanted to do. And, um, and one thing I always do was give back. Mm -hmm. I always want to put a smile on kids' face, man. You never know who going to be the next Captain Munley. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I want to I start it back this year. I hope y'all guys can, oh, yeah. you know, come help me, put you know, together push it, can... put something together so we can... So. Get back to this community, man. They need it, bro. Yeah, they need it down here, bro. They need it, bro. Like, man, all this stuff going on down here, bro. Like you said, man. Number two, number Mobile. two in the United States. Of Come on, bro. That ain't good, bro. First round eight live down here now, dog. Yeah, man. And it take people like us. It take people. And that's like why us we come doing the, the podcast, trying to we bring awareness. Trying to change the narrative, man. Yeah, bro. We like, it's bigger. It's bigger than just Mobile, bro. And I tell Thanks. people that all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's bigger than us down here, bro. It's bigger than just being in Mobile. Like, I'm not, you know, if you want to stay in Mobile, that's cool. That's on y'all. Right. I'm not telling y'all just up and leave everybody. No. But let's change it together, man. You know, uh, I was on Instagram this morning. It's the craziest thing ever. Uh, y'all know the rapper Honeycomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 was, he got on now this morning, and he wrote a message on Instagram. I was like, man, Honeycomb growing up. Right. He was like, yo, we need to change the narrative of Mobile, Alabama, man. I need to talk to the mayor, bro. We, we need the mayor. I, I need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to just come together. I'm sitting there like, dang, this from Cone? Right. Cone. That's big. Big change. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, wow. You know, and y'all know Cone, one of the gangsters ones out yeah. here. I'm just being right, real. Right. He got a little following with these crazy young boys. And they yeah. want to be just like him. And when he's saying that, bro, I'm sitting there like, I read the message to the T this morning. I was like, yo, that's what's up. I, like, I need to hit him up and like, yo, that's big, bro. That's what we need down here. We need guys there who got a little power, a little influence over these kids to say, man, no, we ain't got to do that. We ain't got to do that. We can change it, bro. We ain't got to be beefing with each other. Right. We can make each other better, man. We ain't got to do all that. And that's what they need down here. Sure. And like transitioning just as far as how you was talking about uh, just investment-wise, I know yeah. we sitting in your, your uh, restaurant. The best investment I ever made, dog. 41 Dacker. Yeah. So 41 Dacker. What, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what made you decide? Um, my brother, it was my brother. My, my brother was, me and him got into it. This is the crazy thing. <laughs> like I said, I'm an open book. I'm always going to keep it real, bro. I don't care. Uh, me and my brother get into it because a guy kind of walked me for some money, I just told y'all. Right. He walked me for a lot of money. Uh, I was trying to open a clothing store. Guy kind of walked me in three months. The account was wiped out and stuff. I'm like, dang, man, man, my brother, I'm telling him, man. So I take the guy to court and everything. So my brother was like, man, he never gave me an opportunity to do nothing, but you gave everybody else an opportunity. Right. I said, what? I said, man, what you want to do? He said, a car wash at first. I said, man, I ain't open no car wash, bro. That's dead, bro. I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, I ain't giving you no money, open no car wash. No, no, no. You always shoot me down. Oh, this is that, this and that. All right. Man, how about a daiquiri shop? Smart. Yeah. Daiquiri, I ain't never heard of that. Let's do it. I said, Mobile, I said, they got Wet Willis. Mm -hmm. But Wet Willis is a franchise thing, but mm -hmm. nobody don't like going to Wet Willis for right. real. Yeah. I said, Daiquiri? I said, I like that, bro. I said, yeah. I said, so 
what we want to do with it. He's like, you know, I said, so you want to do music, hookah, food? He's like, yeah, bro. So we talking. I like, man, what we can call it? He said, I don't know, little bro. He said, what about 41? I said, you own the song, bro. I said, all right, this is what you're going to do. I said, I'm going to give you the money. We're going to do it. I said, I ain't going to be down there like that now. I want you to run it for me. I'm going to put up the money, though. Right. Run it for me. Do what you need to do. This and that, this and that. Let's do it. That's how it came about, bro. That's 41 crazy. day. And then speaking on 41, what made what what made you get number 41? Crazy thing. Everybody want to know that. Um, me and my homeboys in high school called ourselves the Fab Four. Okay. Like Michigan. My secondary. Yeah, yeah, my secondary. Like the two corners and <laughs> two safeties. We called ourselves the Fab Four. And um, none of those guys made it. So when I got to Carolina, they asked me what number I want, and they gave me the numbers that was available. Right. So at first, I was going to get 21. But a guy had it. I'm like, ah, Dion made that number popular anyway. Um, I said, all right, 24. A guy had 24 because I was number two in high school. Right. And I was like, man, but I want something to represent my homeboys, man, you know, the Fab Four. So they was like, hey, man, it's like 41. And everybody was like, man, that number stink. Yeah. I was like, man, a DB it do stink. You know, they can wear low numbers now, but back in my day, DBs had to wear from 20 to 49. Oh, yeah. We couldn't wear number two. We couldn't wear number one. Right. So I was like, man. I said, like, okay, my homeboys for our four. I put I wear the four for them. I wear the one for myself in college. Yeah, oh, so that's sense. why I wore it. Fair four, four and one. So when I got to Minnesota, they ain't have they ain't have nothing. The quarter one wasn't open. So I tried to give dude fifty k for forty one. I said, man, I'm give you fifty thousand for forty one, bro. I had just got paid. Just for the number. Just for the number. He said, nah, man, this for the hood, bro. This for the hood, man. I can't give it to you. This for the hood. Yeah. I'm like, bro, come on, man. I'm going to give you 50000 bro. He ended up getting cut two weeks later. So I can get the number now. Right. But Nike had already started making my jerseys oh. up there. And they said, if I did, I had to you pay them. Pay like, for them I had to pay for all the jerseys, like a million dollars, bro. They wanted a million dollars. And I was sitting there like, boy, no. I ain't getting knocking no million dollars. I was like, nah, I'm just going to rock out. So I picked 24. I was number two in high school, five, four. Yeah. So that's how my numbers came about. Yeah, makes sense. That's right. Okay, me watching you, you know, I've been a huge fan yeah. my whole life. Every time I ever saw you, no matter where it was at, it don't matter if it's church setting, yeah. you always been very fashionable. Yeah. Where you get that from? Oh, uh, I think I got it from just, you know, I'm originally from Happy Hill. People don't know that. Yeah, I'm from sure. Happy Hill. And, you know, back in the day, everybody from Happy Hill had the joints. Yeah. They don't have hill no more. They had the joints. They had the joints. And um, I think I just, and my oldest brother, man, he always was a guy. He put on clothes every day, dog. I don't care where he going. He can be going to the gym. He might put this on, but he going to have a bag to change. Right. He going to take a shower out and put this back on. He was so, he always been like, back in the day, he always had starch in his jeans and stuff like that. So yeah. growing up, I had to watch him. Then when he go to prison, I'm like, yo. I want to be like that. You know, yeah. so I always listen. They, they used to talk about me in Minnesota, dog. I came to work every day with a fresh new sweatsuit on. Uh, I came on Fridays. I dressed up on Fridays because right. we got out of practice at 12 o'clock. <clears throat> so we got out of practice at 12 o'clock. I might hit the mall. You know, I might run some little errands out to practice. Yeah. And they be like, man, Cap, man, you need to stop dressing like you going to the club, man. <laughs> you going to the club every day, look like, you no. Know? But I just always wanted to put on clothes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always been like that. And then they used to tell me, I used to remind them of a guy uh, that played at Florida, uh, 
Lilo Shepard. Okay. Yeah. They like, well, little Lilo Shepard right here, he always want to dress. I always just like to put that, I put that shit on. That's what I was saying, yeah. man. For sure. Yeah. Man, we ran across uh, we ran across AB, AB and the, and the, the uh, uh, yo, at the, uh, the, uh, at airport. the airport. Yeah. yeah. And guess what, bro? And that's really, bro, man, all this stuff, the media try to make AB up, bro. Man, Antonio ain't crazy, man. Listen to me, bro. I know him personally. That man ain't crazy, bro. He just lost. Like right. I told y'all, bro, when you done with football, you, with you football. don't know. You don't know what to do, bro. He just lost, man. I know Tonyo, bro. We done, we done been in the same room several times, bro. That man ain't crazy, bro. He just lost. Cool guy, man. Cool. Man, that man yeah. walked up to us. He me. walked up to us like we, he knew like us. Like he knew Dapped me. us up. Asked me what I was finna do. Hey, where you going, bro? What you gonna do? But, but you think you by the media, they make him look what? Crazy. He crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. Man, Tonyo tripping. Nah, he just lost, bro. That man just lost. AB just lost. That's why I said. That's why I said the NFL need to put something in place, bro. For real, bro. After. For oh, after, bro. They yeah. they they say they got programs and stuff like man. Nah, y'all need to really have a seminar with people or have something after. So when we done, we can know what to do, bro. Cause you'll be lost for two years, bro. Like I was two three years not knowing what to do. That's a lot of free time, dog. That's a lot of free time. You got money. You got cars. You got clothes. The women come along with it. You don't know what to do. All of a sudden, get what? That bank account going low, 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 low. You ain't got no investments. What you gonna do, dog? That's crazy. That's crazy. And then I, I want to hit on like, I know you talked about your adversity and stuff coming yeah. up. Is it a, is it a scripture, a phrase, or a quote that you always looked at to kind of get you where you needed to be? Yeah, uh, my brother. Uh, I have a brother who's a preacher now too. Okay. Um, not the one that did 20 years. I wish he was one too. <laughs> but um, he always called me, bro, before we get off the phone, bro. He say this to me. He say, look, bro, always remember, keep God first. Right. So he always say, he say, keep God first, you can't do no wrong. Right. He always say that. And then another thing that kept me, like it wasn't a scripture or nothing, my high school coach, Ron Lee, he always told me, keep smiling. So when I used to give up plays on the field, I used to play angry. Oh, I ain't getting nothing done playing angry because I always was tight and trying to prove a point. Right. He like he used to text my phone and say, Cap, just keep smiling. Right. No matter what you do, just keep smiling. So if you see somebody bomb on me and you just see me like, ah. Next play. Next play. Right. Just keep smiling. And then another thing, man, I took like portions of my life and I learned from different people. My um, he's a defensive coordinator now with the San Francisco 49ers, Steve Wilkes. He was in Arizona for a year, but they uh they fired him out the one year, the black coach they had in Arizona. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Steve Wilkes, um, he always told me, stop trying to go out there and prove people wrong. I used to go out there, I'm gonna prove them wrong. I'm gonna prove them the best corner in the draft class. Nah, Cap, prove them that you was right about yourself. Right. That I was right about myself. I ain't gotta keep trying to prove none of y'all. Man, I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of. So guess what I'm gonna go out here and do? Man, I'm gonna prove that I was right by myself. I ain't got nothing to prove to y'all. I know what I'm about. I know I'm like that. And he always told me that. He's like, bro, and that always stuck with me my whole career. He told me that year three, and I stuck with, I stuck with that ever since then. I'm like, man, I ain't gotta prove nothing to everybody else, bro. I know I'm like that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I got snubbed from the Pro Bowl several times. I'm on the number one defense in the NFL in 2013. The leading corner had three picks, two to the house, three and a half sacks, 78 tackles, graded out the top five corner. 
And then make the Pro Bowl? And make the Pro Bowl. That's crazy. That's Richard crazy. Sherman came out and said something about it. He's like, yo, man. He's like, how that dude don't make the Pro Bowl? Because he's small? That's what it was, Cal. You know? It had to be. That's the one time in my career I felt kind of played. I was like, bro, we got the number one defense in the NFL. I'm the number one corner. Right. I ain't been scored on the 28 games, bro. Crazy. And that's I don't make the Pro Bowls. That's damn near two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Hey, when they came, this it'd be crazy, bro. The media janks you too, bro. Look, they came out that I ain't been scored on the 28 games in the paper. Boy, you know I gave up a touchdown next week. <laughs> Who I played, bro? Miami Dolphins, bro. Mike Wallace ran the, uh, so when quarterbacks rolled out, when they do play fake rolled out, I'm thinking y'all run the digs. Receivers run the digs on their side. I mean, not a dig, a comeback. A comeback you know what I'm saying? Roll out, play action. I'm thinking comeback. Some coming, coming back to the quarterback. So I'm playing. I'm playing. I see the quarterback. I said, oh, yeah, this is an easy one. I stuck their foot in the ground. Mike seen me stick the foot in the ground. He, boop, boop. Double move. So Mike ended up being my teammate in Minnesota. I say, Mike, you know, you know, the only one scored on me that year, bro. He like, yeah. He like, yeah, son. He from uh, uh, New Orleans. And he's like, yeah, son. He's like, man, Cap, you played the route so good. He said, all I had to do, he said, I just told Ten Hill, man, if he played the comeback, I'm just taking it up top. He just <laughs> took me up top, bro. Yeah. I was like, man, and I read it too good. I should have baited him a little bit more to throw it. Because I played, I, I jumped around before my, he ran around. I was like, oh, yeah, I got him. I'm like, oh, got me. Got Everybody know, play action, roll out, come back. Some coming back. Yeah. Curl, some coming back. Right, for sure. Ah, he kept going on me, bro. Touchdown. Touchdown. <laughs> Get what, though? Came back the next round, did the same thing, but he ain't scope. I tackled him this time. I, re- I was in the, did the same. They said, he ain't going to fix. Man, my coach set me down. Sit down here for the whole first half. He's like, bro, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we was in Miami. I was doing some stuff I ain't supposed to do <laughs> all night. Man, before we wrap it up, we like to do this thing where we ask people, like, like since you play sports, you know, one of the best corners to ever do it in my eyes. Yeah, Nickelback. Nickelback. For sure. Know, that's when you move. So, uh, I know you, somebody introduced you. What coach introduced you to Nickelback? Um, coach Ryan Rivera. Ryan Rivera, uh, the Carolina okay. head coach. Uh, now he's in Washington. Mm-hmm. He came to me and said, man, you can be the best nickel to ever play this game. Mm-hmm. I was against it. No, man, nickel should get paid a lot of money. That's the one of the hardest positions on the field, bro, because you got to be able to tackle. You got to be able to run read. You got to be able to cover these guys that show shifty. Mm-hmm. Like, the bigger guys I can deal with because they can't get in and out of their breaks right. like that. The smaller guys, like Julian Edelman, Ronda Cobb that I played against, Double Cole Beasley, all, all them balls that do all that, and you got to have good eyes. That was tough, bro, because what defensive backs do when we, got, when we cover them guys – Doom, doom, doom. They run around, we, we get nosy. We looking at the Trying quarterback. He gone that way. Yeah. You got to have good eyes, bro. But he introduced me to that position, and I was all against it, bro. I was like, man, nah, bro, because y'all going to try to pay me as a nickel, which they did. But I, I fell in love with the position because it made me who I was today playing that position because I loved it. I started loving it. I kind of started figuring out where my help was. Right. But I always got help. Always. The fine, middle linebacker right there. I got a middle field safety right there. So I can yeah, utilize my help. And then guess what? Some players, guess what? When they come in big personnel, I get to take a break. I get to go get me some water. Nine times out of ten, none of the people don't. We don't, get, we don't take no breaks. So top five defensive back all time. You're going to be one, of course, but. 
I'm going to go Deion Sanders. Okay. Got to put him number one. Um, I'm going to go. Y'all going to be like, oh, man. I can't. I'm going to put Deion number one, but everybody else is going to fall in line. All right. Because right. right, mm-hmm. everybody know Prime. Prime right. was different. Yeah, for sure. Prime was different. So I like the Ty Law. He the one changed the game though for we couldn't put our hands on receiver tie. He changed the game because he was killing Marvin Harrison them when they played in, uh, when they played the Colts. Mm-hmm. They down the field. He hit them boys ten yards down the field, and the ball went in the air. You can do that. Right. That's why I think they should change it in college. Go ahead, make it five yards. They can't touch them, bro. Because yeah. in college it's bad habits. Right. Ball in and out. I can hit you. Hit you. You know what I'm saying? So I go Ty Law. Um, I go Darrell Reeves. I love Reeves' game because he's so patient. Um, who else out there? You said cornerbacks, right? Yeah. No, I said defensive backs. Back. Oh, my God. You can't do it like that. <laughs> I said defensive back. Let's go. Though. I got to put a safety in there, man. Go ahead. Who you going to say? I got Ed Reed, bro. Okay. Sure. I got to put Ed For Reed sure. in there. I got to go with another safety, bro. Ed Reed. Um, dang, bro. Why you said that, man? <laughs> There it go, man. I'm going to go with Rod Wilson. Yeah, Rod Wilson is nice. And yeah, like picks. No These are all balls. aggressive. Nah. Aggressive DBs. Yeah, I like aggressive. He said all Reeves. I knew what time it was. The only person, you know, when aggressive like that is Prime. Prime yeah. just was sweet. He, he was nice. Sweet. Technique, nice, he fast. He had everything. He had you know, I had the opportunity to train with Prime before I came out for the draft. Oh, really? I stayed with Dion for three months, bro. I was on the show. Um, when I get a chance, look it up. Prime you. Okay. I was on the show. I stayed in his house for three months. I trained with DM for three months, so you know I had to put him number one. But I wish I wouldn't have trained with him. Tell y'all why, and I tell him this, you know, um, he was God gift, bro. He's six two six one at corner running a four two four one. Right. You can't teach can't what he teach got. Can't teach that. And I should have went with. He gifted. I should have went with Darryl Green. I should have put Darryl Green in my top five too, because Darryl Green was my size. Right. And he's Darryl Green trying to get me to come train with him. And I went with Dion, like, because who wasn't going to train with Dion Sanders, dog? If I tell you you're going to train with Dion Sanders, you pick somebody defensive back-wise you can train with, you're going to say prime Deion, time. Prime, all time. I'm going with prime. When I got older now, I was like, man, I should have went with Darryl Green because prime did teach me stuff. Don't get me wrong. Now, Dion, you did teach me a lot. But I would have went with a guy with my statue. Right. A guy who looked like me. Dion, you God gives, bro. Man, it's hard to find a corner like, like that. Same day, pull up to a uh, pro day. Run and, and, and leave. And leave. Jump in the limo. Don't even scratch. Don't even scratch. Say he wore a suit to his interview meetings, and they like, yo, are you a coach? Then I said, nah, man, I came to interview. Speaking of coaching, he coaching none. Yeah. How you feel like they going to do over there for their first year in Colorado? You want to be you want the honest? I, I told you. I want the honest, man. man. Keep it you don't get man. blasted, bro. <laughs> it's Pac-12 a fast-paced conference, man. You don't get blasted. No disrespect to his quarterback. No no disrespect to his son. I like him. Yeah, I like him as a person, just and that. I don't think he ready for that, bro. Yeah, Pac-12, different. That throwing motion he got, bro. I don't know if Deion's son ready for that, bro. I think they're going to get blasted. It's going to be real hits, too. They're going to be some real hits. I think going to get blasted. What, 51 players left? Mm-hmm. Bro, you better hurry up and rebuild. Now, do I think now do I think Dion can get him there one day? Eventually. Of course. Sure. I say by but first year though, five, yeah. blast it. They might win one game. One, you gonna get one. I don't know who they gonna be. 
<laughs> they got TCU first, and we're going to see how that goes. Yeah, TCU, TCU they bringing back TCU mad, bro. They mm-hmm. mad. They got embarrassing in lesson. embarrassed. They look like they wasn't even supposed to be on the TV. I ain't going to lie to you, but George did them for dirt. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen, though. Me too. Yeah, Georgia good, bro. Listen, I told when Georgia played South Carolina, I went to the game. I called my own boy Thomas Davis and said, hey, bro, y'all go win the national championship. And I said, y'all quarterback might win the Heisman. But he was up for it. He didn't win it. Mm-hmm. Bro, that Georgia team was so good, bro. That Georgia team was so dang on good, dog. Man, them mm-hmm. boys were big, yeah. that, that defensive line, but them boys huge. Yeah. yeah. They producing D-line right now. Philadelphia taking all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of them. Man, yeah. shout out to them boys, too. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you felt about how they did Lamar? I found, um, they waited and he ended up getting that big contract. I think what it was, bro. <clears throat> like I told you, like I'm, I'm, I'm real. They didn't want to get let his mom. His mama did his contract. You know that, right? They don't like they that. Hated that. They hated that. That's what took them so long, bro. They hated that. They wanted to try to make it. They go. You think they finna get a woman that much power? Then that might might affect black a woman. black woman. Black Let's woman. just be real. This is the NFL, bro. We ain't got no black owners. We better got black head coaches. I'm just being real. Right. They ain't want to give that lady that much power to say her son is the highest paid and she did that contract. They changed the game with them. They changed the game, changed bro. The game. But what happened was Jalen Hurts got they a female agent. Yeah, black. She with a clutch sports. She got a, mm-hmm. He got a female agent. He, he did his contract. I guess when they seen Philadelphia do it, they was like, all right, well, we got to follow the line. Right. Because Lamar ain't coming if we don't pay him. Speaking of Mother's and it's Mother's Day yeah. coming up uh, with Sunday. Yep. Uh, tell us a little bit about your mom. Man, my mom was my backbone, bro. If it weren't for her, I wouldn't be here. You know, um, all the prayers. She changed the whole family, bro. Makeup, bro. Like, my, like I told y'all, my brothers was in and out of prison, man. And this lady got saved when I was in the second grade, bro. Changed the whole family. If it weren't for my mom's prayers, bro, I wouldn't be here. That lady, man, I'll never forget. We about to play Williamson. <laughs> I tell people this story all the time. We about to play Williamson. My senior year, all the scouts gonna be there. They ready to see me and old, you know, me and bruh get at it. Me and Jay White go at it. Yeah, shout out to Jay White, man. They about to see us go at it. This my game. This my money game. I know it. Bro, everybody come to see Jared and me. Right. Number two versus number two. two. Yeah. How was that, man? My mama, one of my favorite my mama, too. We'll my mama, bruh, my mama. 4.30 in the morning, bro, I'll never forget. I'm asleep, bro. I just, oh, I was just praying. All on me, I'm like, I wake up like, man. You the game? Yeah. <laughs> she like, yeah, he got a hard test. Her favorite player is Jerry White. I ain't her favorite player. That's CP. She got man, on the phone with me and CP crazy. on three-way and said, Captain Mullen ain't my favorite player. Tom Brady, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger, uh, Drew Brees, Jerry White, my favorite football player. And y'all telling me Lil Ryan better than him. See, I can't believe that. So That's hard to believe. we playing. Hard to believe, we about to play him, man. My mama praying for me before the game, bro. 4.30 in the morning, wake me up out of my sleep. I'm like, man, what's wrong with this lady? So that's the reason why I say I'm here, bro. For real. I go out there and man, I got highlights on, on my phone right now because of that game. I was killing Williams. Jared ain't do nothing against Murphy. I had, well, you got him, Cap. Wherever he go, you got him. Right. Yeah. Jerry was like, man, he, I was frustrated. He was sitting there like, man, you can't do all that. This boy, man, God, boy, he said, that's when he said he knew. He told CP, and I'm like, that's when I knew bro was real. Like, yeah, I kept real. Yeah, so, man, he, um, 
That boy was special, man. He wasn't the reason I went to Wisdom. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why I'm trying to tell y'all when it comes to talent-wise, bro, I didn't feel like I had the best talent, but I had the best drive, right. the work ethic. Work ethic. Man, you put him with my work ethic, bro, he'll still be playing right now. I that's agree. how talented he was. I man, I used to stay getting in trouble for trying to be like him, man. Yeah. Man, I used to be catching the ball at practice, not getting nowhere, trying to do that little step he used to do. Man, everybody ain't got that dead leg, dog. Nah, everybody ain't got that dead leg. Ryan Williams got it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I agree. For sure. I agree. <laughs> well, we ain't going to hold you up. We do want to gift you with something. Okay. Uh, we see you stylish. You got LV, the LV shirt. Oh, man, come on, and, man. You know. I'm trying to get those. I'll, yeah. I'll trade you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we want to give you what's something special. Oh, yeah, man. Every podcast, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I started, man, because I got it on. He got it on already. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all got me looking a little cute on here, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Right there hard right here. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. man appreciate I appreciate you. y'all, boy, having me, dog, man. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, you know my people gonna want these, man. Y'all better yeah, go ahead and come more. with it, man. We got some more coming for you. Oh yeah. Some more oh yeah, bro. When you do the camp and stuff, we can like spice it up and have them. On, yeah. Have the forty-one on the back. And oh yeah. You oh yeah, man. Ah, right, man. Listen, I thank y'all, boys, for having me, bro. Like I said, bro, this some good y'all doing, bro. Press through it. Right. Keep doing it. Get frustrated. Make all the calls y'all need, bro. If y'all need any help with me reaching out to somebody, I'm willing to do it. For sure. Because I see something, see what y'all doing. It's a good thing, bro. Right. This ain't no BS. Right. Y'all ain't know nothing. It's a good thing, bro. So y'all keep doing it, man. Like I said, I'm going to give y'all, y'all flowers now, bro. Because I know it's going to go. Y'all finna take off with this, bro. For sure. But keep pressing on, man. Keep pushing each other. Keep being great. Sure. Put that extra work in, dog. For real, bro. Appreciate it. Thank y'all boys for having me, dog. Sure, you already know. Yes, sir. Winners.